Devorah Wild, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Very well. Just playing the best game of the year. How, hey, how's it? No biggie. How's it? I know. I mean, this is your first mocap, first sort of gig in the gaming world, and you've yes. one of the greatest games in years. How'd I you know. do? It? What can I say? <laughs> luck, literally luck. I wish I could say I had something to do with it, but right place, right time. Whenever people used to say that about like you know anything to do with acting, I'd be like, oh god, that's. Am I allowed to swear? By the way, on this. Oh, of course you are. Great. Please, it's encouraged. I used to say. <laughs> What a load of crap. <laughs> what a load of bollocks. It's all to do with being prepared and it's all to do with being like on top of your game. It is, but also it's being in the right place at the right time. So how's it been? Uh, I mean, it's just crazy, the reception. I mean, it was at one point it was, the you know, the best reviewed game on Metacritic and all this acclaim, millions of people playing. Yeah. How's it been for you taking this all in? Um, pretty, yeah, pretty mad. Just, uh, I'm loving engaging with everyone right now on social media and that's, uh, making me laugh a lot, like a lot. Um, also cause I think that when we were recording it and because it took so long, um, at least I never really thought about, Hey, how's it going to be received? Like, are people going to like Blazel? People are not going to like her. It was just, you just sort of get on with it, don't you? And you, and you know, it's like a job. And then you know, once it's out, you kind of realize, wow, so many people have been looking forward to this game. So many people are, are loving the game and it's just quite, it's very entertaining. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving you on TikTok at the moment. I think you're enjoying <laughs> yourself over there. I really am. <laughs> I it's really a bit of fun. Am. Yeah. It is a bit of fun. It's, yeah, it kind of started off as like a, it's just like, I was like, oh, why not? Why not do TikTok like as something creative? And I did like loads of pregnancy stuff on then. I was like, why not talk about acting stuff on Boulder's Gate? And I didn't think the community, I thought the community was more on Twitter. Yeah. But it turns out there's a lot of people on TikTok as well. So I was just oh, like, yeah. okay, yeah, I just do random Is there stuff any crossover about... between the pregnant fans on TikTok and the Boulder's Gate? <laughs> you know, because you started off with the pregnant videos, a few went viral. I did. And now you're on Boulder's Gate. Any crossover? Yeah. Okay, there was one person that messaged <laughs> that commented underneath my video saying, "I followed you for the pregnancy content, and and then I downloaded Baldur's Gate three, and and then I realized you're in that as well." And I was like, <sighs> mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. So there is apparently there is a crossover, um, and and people got very confused when I posted that um picture of me pregnant in the mocap suit. They were like, "Spoilers! Spoilers for the game!" And I was like, guys, I need to explain what mocap is and that it was me being pregnant. But a few of my friends were very confused as well. They were like, "Are you? is that a spoiler for the game? Are you wearing like a fake belly? Like what's happening? So uh, I had to sort of explain that it was not very self-explanatory, apparently. I think but it was first, me that was pregnant. I think you're the first <laughs> guest I've ever had that had a baby while recording a game and went into the mocap with a belly and everything how was all that that must have been kind of crazy uh yeah I mean I, I had a fairly easy pregnancy so up until about the maybe eighth month I was fine and then you know towards the end when you're sort of a bit bigger it's like whew, it was um it was kind of tough being on my feet for four hours at a time so I had a little chair I had my special Lazelle chair in there <laughs> and literally 
pretty much after every few lines, I'd just be like, just give me a second. Just give me one second. Waddle over to my chair, have a little sit down, take a few little breaths. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, the team at Pit Stop were very, very kind to me as they always are, but they were extra kind to me while I was pregnant. I was enjoying my pregnancy privileges, as I call them. I was calling in cups of tea and coffee <laughs> and all sorts of uh, favors and whenever we'd have breaks oh. i would just uh rummage around looking for chocolate so i can't to. say it was too bad yeah it wasn't too bad at all was your last day recording for lazel you were still pregnant yeah my waters yeah yeah i so i was meant to be recording up until my due date because they were like are you okay with that like whatever you want however you feel but i felt great and i was like no problem everyone's telling me that the baby's going to be born after the due date because that's what first babies do apparently so I was very chilled I was like babies be born in two weeks after the due date we finish recording after that sort of session and I went home and I was like oh I think my waters have broken and I was like you know what I don't feel any contractions I was like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I can go in tomorrow right and my husband just looked at me and went no you can't you, you're not going to work tomorrow like you're you're not <laughs> So that's that's what happened. And then I think people were notified via like a chat or Slack or whatever they had. And, and everyone was messaging me like, we hear you're not in today because you've got into labor. Are you OK? Like what's <laughs> happening? So it was it was very funny. It was did very you, funny. Did you end up missing missing it when you were, you know, out for a few weeks there? Did you want to get of back course. in? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was. And, and I came back after like three weeks and everyone's like, what are you doing back? And I was like, guys, I couldn't I couldn't stay away you know I wanted to first of all because we had a bit more to record and obviously we're on a deadline and I was very conscious of that even though they were like don't worry about it take your time but you know I was like I wanted to go back and also because up until that point um I'd been in every single day and so not being in was just strange for me even though I had like the baby to take care of and that was always taking up a lot of my time and energy I was just yeah after three weeks I was just a bit like guys I'm ready to come back. Have me back. <laughs> yeah. Did you have and any cravings? Like, mad. Any cravings? <clears throat> no, no, not really. I had a very, um, I had oh. a pretty boring pregnancy in terms of like, I didn't have any morning sickness and have any re weird cravings. It was all pretty standard and I'm grateful for that. Like I don't, I don't particularly want to feel sick or anything. So I'm happy. So you were born in Bulgaria. I, I was. And you're currently yes. there now on holiday. I'm currently here now, yes. And I, I'm yes, guessing I you frequent there often for family, for holiday, for... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't even really call it a holiday because I just feel like it's where I go back to see my family. And, of course, it's, it's lovely. It is sort of a holiday, but I am kind of working, you know, whenever I can from my laptop or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I go back... Uh, I mean, during the pandemic, I spent a lot of time here because, you oh, know, okay. everything was sh shut down. Yeah. And and we just thought, hey, we don't often get the chance to spend a concentrated amount of time here with our family. So we spent like about five or six months um, here in 2020 and in 2021. And uh, but yeah, it's such a short flight away from London that it's, you know, we go whenever we can, really. What's it like over there? At the moment, it's very, very hot. Uh, it's still the kind of place that has seasons. So you have like skiing and lovely winter, you know, stuff in the in the winter, like snow and then very hot summers and very good food, like proper food, proper 
like fruit and vegetable like from people's gardens which I love wow. I go to my grandma's garden yeah and I pick figs and do all that um so yeah it just yeah it's it's home pretty much even though I've lived in the UK for such a long time that I don't really know I feel like an in-between person you know I don't really it's hard for me to consider one or the other place home because I just feel like I'm yeah. sort of caught between both yeah would you would you live in Bulgaria if if you could bring your work with you Oh God, I don't know. Tough I, one, yeah. Tough one. Maybe if I could split my time, maybe for a few months. I think it'd be cool yeah. to spend the summers here. You know, like long, long mm. summers, say May through to October or something, because that is literally when the summer is here. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard, isn't it? Because the work, especially now with with voiceovers and well and acting, everything's pretty much gone back to in the room. Um, so it it's hard. It's hard being away from like the hub the hub of it hey is it true you did um you wanted to be a fashion journalist have i got that right well i was a fashion journalist oh you were sorry i was i was yeah Yeah, i was i went to i did a master's in fashion journalism and then i went and did a few uh internships and i realized what a cluster fuck of a world that was (laughs) yeah even more so than acting, I'd say. But I, I would say why? Like, why? Why is it a clusterfuck? What? It was so weird. Like I went and did these internships where I was, um, I was supposed to be learning about journalism, and I swear to God, I spent two weeks in a cupboard folding clothes from shoots. That was uh, the internship, yeah. and I was like, okay, I get it. Like interns, okay, like get them to do the dirty work, fine. But I didn't learn a single thing about journalism. And I and I and at the end of these internships, I thought, you know what? I don't love it enough to do that. Um, mm. I think with acting, I'm willing to do, you know, a lot more because I love it. And I'm willing to go through all of that and pay my dues and, you know, go through it. But but with fashion journalism, I was like, mm, no, I'd rather not, to be honest. And I'm sure a lot of people would. Yeah. Was the original plan before that to do singing, dancing, theatre, that sort of thing? Or was that, did that come after the fashion journalism? No, it was always my original plan, oh. you know, because I'm a, I'm a child of uh, 1988, uh, born in, you know, born in before communism fell in Bulgaria because it fell in 1989. And, uh, and then when I used to go back for the summers to visit my grandparents in Bulgaria, we'd have cassettes um so anyone you know old enough to remember cassettes uh that's what we used to have and there is very never heard of them never heard of them right (laughs) yeah Mm. (laughs) but there's very um croaky performances of me singing my little heart out uh doing bulgarian sort of songs and nursery rhymes and all sorts of things and you know would we say i had a great singing voice back when i was five or six probably not but I really tried. I really did. And and I always said, <sighs> when anyone would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I always said, a singer or an actor. That's what I always oh, said. That's good. And look at me now. Look at you now. <laughs> and you're going to do a rendition of a Bulgarian song for us live right now, correct? We've You've prepared something for us? <laughs> oh, stop. I... Uh, wish be... I would, but I won't. I'm only kidding. I won't. I won't uh, make your ears bleed. I'm not going to do that to you. No, no, no gonna... please don't. So then, how did you 
get into this world? I mean, this was your first game. So was it just a normal audition for you and and everything just came through yeah. like a norm? Yeah. I think it's because I, I didn't know very much about this whole world of, of voice uh, acting and, and mocap or I didn't really know anything about it. For me, it was um, a way to kind of uh, make a bit of money on the side of acting, even though now I've done voice acting for four years and I realized that voice acting is acting. But at the time it was kind of like, hey, uh, you've got a nice voice. You should do voiceovers. They're really good money. And you should just like, you know, do it on the side of acting. And I was like, eh, yeah, why not? <laughs> so I applied for a few agencies and then I got this audition through and it was um, it was for motion capture. So I had to do like a filmed audition. And I was very used to doing those already because um, obviously self tapes. So I was like, okay, let's give it a crack. And, and I sort of spent an afternoon because uh, there was a lot of characters to audition for and now I I know why <laughs> for this game few characters and, yeah um, this game yeah yeah and it was like an elf and then a you know a, a, a wizard and and this and that and all sorts of things so yeah I spent an afternoon kind of set up set up my phone I think I did it on the phone and then uh and then sent it off and then realized I got it and it, it was very it was very underwhelming in many ways because I just yeah. didn't I just had no idea of the scope of it. I, I didn't know. And I was didn't know until about a year later. 2019? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't yeah. know it was Baldur's Gate until, what, a year later? Uh, at least a year <laughs> later, when I when I even bothered to ask. Because I was like, cool, a video game. And then I was like, cool, motion capture, never done that before. Got so caught up in the whole thing that I didn't, and, and because everything's codenamed, uh, and part of me was like, oh, maybe I, maybe they won't tell me. Maybe I shouldn't ask. And then part of me was like, oh, I, I don't care. I have the character, I have the story. I didn't really care too much what the title was because I, I don't play video games. So it wouldn't have made any difference to me whatsoever. I needed to know the context and the character and all of that. And I was given that. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should ask what the game was. And, and they told me and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. No idea. I literally blank, blank face. I, I I'm still perplexed. People keep saying you look like Lazelle. Lazelle. I, I just think it's ridiculous. I don't. No. I don't quite understand it. I mean, well, maybe I'm going to no, get ripped I mean... in the comments. I mean, they're all going to say now that what are you talking about? Are you blind? I don't see it. What What do I you? I don't think? see it. No. I don't see it either. Um, a few a few people have said the eyes. So maybe the eyes. I don't know. Do you see it? I don't. I, I, I mean, don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe I need to, but, but uh, do you know what a lot of people have been saying? It's not so much the looks, it's the gestures and the things that she does. And obviously they're my gestures. So that's the Definitely. subconscious thing that's making people go, oh, she looks like her rather Definitely. than obviously I'm not a green gift Yankee um, or am I, but no, I'm not. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think, and I think that uh, whoever said that in one of the comments is, is right. Maybe it's to do with the gestures and they did use our, face uh, our faces for the reference um for the emotional kind of references they didn't do facial capture but they did capture the yeah the emotions so maybe that's part of it too i noticed like in some of the scenes there was like, some jitters was that all you as well you know what i mean some of the scenes there was kind of a bit of a and it just felt well, different to the other races sort of i, I was wondering yeah. if that was intentional 
I mean, yeah, we definitely had like more of jerky, jerky sort of movements yeah, when she's talking. Mm. Yeah, that was that. Um, and it was a lot more jerky when we started. Uh, and then we we toned it down. We pulled it back because it wasn't really working. And also, to be honest, four years of doing this every time I spoke was just it was a bit much. Uh, um, <laughs> so, yes. But 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 jerky, I would say jerky and sort of quite warrior like I think she sort of holds herself quite stiff and quite sort of yeah. proud and and yeah yeah I mean we worked sort of together with the whole team to to create that do you remember seeing her for the first time you remember seeing the art what she looked like I don't remember the first time uh but I do remember I think I think either somebody showed me in a recording session I was like oh that's Lazel okay and then <laughs> i think when early access came out i would look up youtube clips um mm. and because that was cool for me to see her interacting with the other characters as well that was so cool because obviously in, in while we're recording we we don't get to to see that and i was like wow oh this is so cool so like and seeing it in the game and seeing it with the atmosphere and the other characters and the music and i was like okay that's yeah I, i'm enjoying it and there's so much there's so many you know art pieces out there on twitter and instagram and i'm sure you've been Great tagged in heaps art. yeah fan yeah art. yeah yeah really brilliant fan art yeah yeah there's a lot of people that like her which i'm i'm glad about because there's also a lot of people that don't like her but that's that's fine that's okay um i i just love seeing the comments it's hysterical you don't, you don't get offended when people say i killed her straight away or i hate her no yeah. I don't I don't because uh, right two things first of all I think that it's much better to be a polarizing character than a boring character so for her to be divisive in that way I think is fucking brilliant I love it I love it because it means that she's really uh made an impact on people be it good or bad and and second of all I mean it is what it is. You know, you can't, people can't like everyone. So mm. whether you liked her or not, and also I'm, I, I'm enjoying the fact that because people have seen the TikToks and the, and the Twitter and everything, a few people have gone, you know what? Now you're making me want to give her a second chance. So I, now I've seen you and I've seen the way you're talking about the character and how passionate you are. I'm actually going to go back and do a playthrough as her and actually you're winning give her a chance. Yeah. I'm winning them <laughs> over. So I don't mind. I don't mind. Do whatever you want with Lazelle, but do give her a chance because she, she is fun. And I think she is a character that shows a lot of development once you get past her personality and her directness and her brashness. Uh, she, yeah, she, she will show you very interesting, um, very interesting things. Let's say she, she will show you a different <laughs> side to herself. I think well, there, which will a, be very rewarding. There's a rough exterior and it sort of gets shedded down as you play. And exactly. I'm wondering, was that always the arc? Did you know about that? Have you played as Lazar? Have you played? Have you played with her in your party? Or of course. With her as... Of course. Romancing. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> but she loves my touch at the moment. That's for sure. Something like that. It's ridiculous so to say. Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't. I don't want to mug myself by some of the lines are so good, but so good. Yeah, no. So good. I yeah, it's, I think that her romance is is incredibly well written, and it's just yeah, because I've seen a few people be like, "Oh, she just tries to romance me immediately," like that's like so off putting, and I'm like, just just give her a chance, <laughs> give her a chance, 
calm down and just give her a chance and wait because it turns into something better. But obviously, I don't want to give it uh, away too much for people. But um, I'm glad that you have experienced some laser romance. Slight, slight spoilers, guys, just so everyone. Oh. Just so, if, you, if you need to leave for this short thing. Um, there's a scene where she confesses her love at the camp. And I'm wondering if you remember that scene. I love the line, I don't want to hurt you, I want to protect you for you mm. to protect me. That was a great mm -hmm. piece of writing. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I've said it before and I will say it again. The writing is incredible. Uh, mm. Kevin Kevin Van Ord is the lead writer for Lazelle and he is a stunning human being because, I mean, wow. Uh, I think there were several times um, during the sessions especially in some of those scenes. So that one at the camp, and then there is another one uh, later on, let's say, how shall I put this? Um, sitting on a on a high building. I, I kind of want to get into that I mean. scene as well. But... <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the, not going to say too sun... much about it. But yeah, the sunset. If you get, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get to that one mm. where I was incredibly moved um, mm. because it was just, it was not a, a side of her you see very often and i was just like wow i mean the writing for this game is is out of this world it's uh it, it's better miles better than most film and tv uh things that i've done or auditioned for honestly and, and yeah, it's wow. just yeah like yeah they need to make a live action Baldur's gate 3 is what i'm basically saying and, and cast you, us all yeah <laughs> the, so that that was a very wholesome scene, that sunrise scene. I I'm know. wondering, I'm yeah. wondering, you know, do you approach those scenes differently or do you just keep try and keep it consistent what you've done the whole time? Um, I think you're always trying to approach it from the point of view of the character, but for those scenes specifically, it was um we sort of really had to be like, okay, wow, this is a different side to to uh Lazel. So we're gonna show maybe a bit more vulnerability here. We're gonna uh, soften the tone maybe and it was just a kind of a work in progress with uh you know with the team because obviously in each session I have the um <clears throat> the director and the performance director and the audio engineer and the mocap engineers so we would um we would sort of work together to to create that um but I wouldn't say I approached it any differently it was just for me it was really fun to explore a completely different side to her because obviously most of her stuff is very direct brash yeah get out of my way, my way or the highway, do what I say, I will end you, I will kill you. That's, you know, that's the, that's the gist. Uh, if you do anything to, to upset me. Um, so for her to have moments like that, for me was incredibly rewarding. And, and I think for the, for the player as well, it will be. Uh, again, if you get to that stage and, and just give her a bit of a chance. So you've watched those scenes, those two particular scenes that I've just me. Yes, I have. I have because yeah. some people have uploaded them uh, on on YouTube, and some people have tagged me as well on on Twitter. So yeah, I have. Oh, so I say you really are starting like to. Yeah, they they turned out very, and the soundtrack's beautiful. Yeah, oh, really oh, well, great the soundtrack. soundtrack. I was just about to say, yeah, it adds just, another yeah, element to mind. it, don't you think? God, yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. stunning, stunning, um, stunning soundtrack, and uh, it really, yeah, it really adds to the to the whole atmosphere. Because again. You know, I recorded those lines in isolation and we felt the atmosphere in the room, but God, seeing it in the game and seeing the the colours and the the emotions on the face. I was just yeah. like, look at my little Lele. 
Look at her go. Oh, she's just. I love her. I really do. Yeah, I can tell. Did you ever get emotional on on set at all? Because it, as you said, you are the character doesn't really open up too much, so there's not a lot of room to be emotional besides a couple of these yeah. scenes. Yeah, I, I don't. I, probably in those scenes is is the 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 most emotional I got um, because yeah. yeah you're right there isn't there isn't much scope and I think I'm the kind of person especially like even when the game ended and I think there were a lot of people who sort of cried and were upset you know upset happy yeah sort of it's a bittersweet mixture, it? bittersweet yeah I think for me um, probably because I was off having a baby as well and caught up in all of that as well but <laughs> I, I was just like I, I'm not the kind of person that would so easily maybe get emotional kind of like Lazelle um, oh, um but but you know the way that I interpret things I sort of mull them over and then you know maybe I'll get emotional later like by myself yeah um yeah. <laughs> rather than that's the kind of person that I am um yeah, yeah very similar to her but but yeah I sort of interpret things in my own little way and I get emotional but it's very deep down inside it's very eastern european heart <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's why they casted you they saw a, a lot of her in you i like to think so i mean yeah i mean what does that say about me they saw me and thought cold-hearted <laughs> bitch perfect yeah get her in there uh. she won't shed a single tear in the whole game <laughs> um Yes, yes, uh, that is why they cast me. But it's funny because a lot of people do say like, oh, you uh, never, you know, even my friends, they're like, Deb, you never open up. Like, you you know, you, you do. But once you get, you have to really get to know you to like get to to your, I don't know, your cool. vulnerability. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I think I am a bit like that. I think people see this kind of um, exterior first and maybe it's a hard exterior to 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 break down because I'm not the kind of person that necessarily wears their heart on their sleeve and uh, Lazelle isn't either. So, yeah, they saw that and they were like, perfect, perfect. What have you, I'm curious, what have you learned about the character after the game came out, like from the audience? Have they given you anything? Like have you learned anything after the fact? I mean, just how many people are are willing to go with her sort of abrasiveness even though she's very she's very fucking rude and very dismissive and very like <laughs> I think if it was me playing <clears throat> and I met that character I'd be a bit like oh oh you being like that <laughs> fuck off then <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people are, are willing to really give her a chance and stick with her and a lot of people see through her and see that this is just a character that essentially just really wants to prove herself and it's just a it's underneath this sort of tough warrior uh, facade is this sort of very frightened little Yankee that just wants to prove herself and and the audience reaction to that is very wholesome and um yeah I've just just seeing people's reactions to that is uh is really incredible whose idea was it to um say teethlings <laughs> the writers you've got I can't take any credit for that brilliant uh correction of the uh tieflings tieflings oh. lines and also the the Faye run and they're like don't you mean Faye Rune? and she's like Ugh. the eye the eye roll eye roll oh, love no. the eye roll 
so good yeah. so good and again i i don't really i don't particularly remember that session whether i rolled my eyes in the session or not i don't know but but i can't take credit for for that perfect mispronunciation um that was written in that was written in you you've said a lot um that you don't remember much about the pro like because it was so long over the four years and i don't i don't remember what i had for breakfast <laughs> yesterday so don't worry Okay. I love that. But, you said a lot about this game that you don't really remember recording no, any of it. No, but honestly, because it's so long, four years, and no one can remember every day. But what's the day that sticks out the most to you? I mean, you don't remember. I don't. I don't bloody remember. Well, I'm look. I'm gonna have to probably go with that day that my waters broke because honestly, we were having a grand oh, yeah. old time. Sorry. Yeah. I have to. I have to go with that um, day. Uh, there was also a day where. Um, Okay, so I'm gonna to have to go into a little bit of backstory here. Please, but I love backstory. Yeah. Okay. Basically, there was a time, I think it was coming up to early access, and uh we had a bit of a deadline and mm. we had to record a lot of lines. And I love a little bit of a challenge. And I was like, don't worry, guys, <laughs> I'll do it. And I got through a, a fuck ton of lines. And since nice. that day, I personally uh have myself the fastest actor of all the uh, actors that took part in this game. Not only have I named myself the fastest actor, but I also wrote it. There's a little whiteboard that they have at Pit Stop Productions. They write all their stuff. I wrote it down with the date, Deborah Wilde, fastest actor at Pit Stop. And I didn't realize that it was in indelible ink that was not supposed to be written with on the board. And it took them quite a while to clean it off. People say I did it on purpose. <laughs> did I do it on purpose? We'll never know. Um, anyway. Point of the story is they also told me with statistics that I was the fastest actor. Anyway, wow. we we got to laughing and joking and I was like, guys, you know, and whenever I'd go into one of the studios, I'd be like, that's the Lazel studio. That's the Lazel studio. Because I was also, I think, one of the <laughs> first actors to go in and start recording for this game. I think it was myself and and Jennifer English. I think we were one but of before, the first. Before Neil as well. See, I'm not sure, but we were yeah. we were there. All, I think it was August 2019. We were wow. kind of the first ones to get cast and get going. And I was laughing and joking and, you know, being my usual happy-go-lucky self. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I think this studio needs to be named after me, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, ha, ha, you're so funny. And uh, and then I, I came in and uh, I had ordered myself a plaque that said the Lazel Studio, uh, fastest actor at Pit Stop. And that plaque is at Pit Stop Studios and we're waiting to have a- uh, Oh, a, that's a, brilliant. A ribbon cutting ceremony for that. Uh, we still haven't done it yet, but we but we will. So- um, That's fantastic. Just fun and games, basically. It's fun and games. That's fantastic. <laughs> Put it right as you walk in, I reckon. So everyone I mean, knows. Uh, but, but yeah, it needs to be. It needs Needs to be a significant. I mean, it is a, it is a significant plaque, but maybe uh, maybe I'll rename the whole area the Lazel area. I'm Did basically you... Lazel. <laughs> Have you got any plans to play this game? Because I know you're not a gamer. I mean, the last game you played was what The Sims twenty years ago. But what <laughs> what are you gonna pick up the PS Five or are you gonna get that PC running and give it a crack? Right. Or is it too much? If somebody gifts me a PS5 or a good enough PC, yes, I will play the game. I, actually, I, I do really want to play the game. I do. I don't have much time these days with a three-month-old baby, but, uh, you know, I, I would actually love to play this game in all seriousness, but I don't have a good enough... I, I, have a, I have a MacBook that I use to 
do work stuff, which I've heard is not good for playing the game. That's not the kind of thing you use. <laughs> <laughs> I love that slow, like, oh, bless. No. And I do not own a PS5. So basically what I'm saying is, gift me a PS5, somebody, and I'll play the game and I'll record it and uh, we'll all have a bit of fun with me going, uh, how, do you, how do you do this? What is this dice roll for persuasion? What is this? I have no idea how to play this game. No yeah. idea. So yeah. Twitch streaming or anything like that's not on the cards anytime soon. Twitch. It, to me, it's just a Twitch that I do for Lazelle. That's, <laughs> that's, I've heard people talk about Twitching, yeah, yeah. this and that. Yeah, no. No, look, yeah. it, it can be on the card, but I need to set myself up first is what I'm saying. But I would love to. I think I need to. What you should do, come on, come on over to this channel. We'll set it up and you can react to the scenes. That'd be good. Yes, sir. Yeah, something Let's like that. Let's do that while you play. Yeah, easy. I'd love easy. to do that. A reacting character. Oh, <laughs> despicable. <geez>. <laughs> have you got <laughs> any more? Have you have you seen the um, have you seen the romance speed runs on YouTube? Oh my god, people keep uh telling me about this i i've uh i read an article about it but i haven't actually i haven't actually seen it and i feel like it's something that i need to watch and and possibly react to someone's got I, it I, down I'm to also... two minutes two minutes it takes to have with lazelle two minutes wow yeah oh lazelle i'm kind of disappointed almost i know it's it's very yeah i don't know it's how very, they can do very... it so quick yeah. well they obviously <laughs> know lazelle very well that's how <laughs> I'm going to take a look, though. I'm going to take a look. I've heard that she's the most, she's the one that people are trying to do as a speed run because I guess it's quite hard it, yeah. to romance her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, also, I think because you meet her first, I think it's the easier one to do. But um, Right. Yeah. I, I can't say I've sped run doing that. Anyway, fan questions. <laughs> I've got a few questions here for you. <laughs> Um, anyway, Dave, moving on. Moving yeah, on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, Dave, no, go I've on. A few fan questions here that we should get through. Hit me. Hit me. How did you prepare your vocal cords for each recording session? I imagine talking like that will make your vo voice hoarse. Oh, God. You know what? I'm going to sound like the world's worst um, voice actor when I tell you that I didn't. Um, and somebody else asked me like, yeah, somebody else was like, oh, do you warm up and do all that? And it's, again, world's worst voice actor. I don't warm up and I didn't prepare my vocal cords to do it. Um, There's nothing wrong with that? I don't, there, well, yeah, I mean, it, Whatever it makes works. me sound, sound very blasé about the whole thing. But I think it's because, <laughs> honestly, I think it's because we didn't start with that voice that voice sort of got lower and lower and lower and then it settled into the place that you have now for Lazelle. And uh, I just, I guess I sort of made sure that it was a voice I could easily reach. Um, yeah. And so, no, it didn't, it didn't make my voice too, too strained or too hoarse. I think it was, it's a, you know, my natural voice is quite low anyway. So I could sort of reach that, that spot. Uh, so I thought, I suppose the short answer to that question is I did not prepare my voice and I did not warm up. <laughs> when did you when when in the process did you find the voice because you said it gradually got lower how far in did it get lower when did you actually I, say I this think, is it mm, I think probably after after we'd 
uh, maybe at, at some point during early access or a little bit afterwards and and we were like okay that's that's the voice now and you know sometimes if I'd slip into this voice my dev voice and and the director would be like dev you need to use your Lazelle voice and I'd be like yeah sorry uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> I'd be like okay sorry um <laughs> so yeah and then uh but but actually you know I listened to the some of the early access stuff and it's not it's not so different. It's definitely not like, hello, I'm yeah. here. It's not like this. It's still pretty, it's yeah. in the same ballpark. Um, yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, we just settled on a more yeah. breathy. I wouldn't even call it deep. I'd call it maybe more breathy voice. Mm. That's what I'd call it. Yeah. Yeah, That's from, that was from Daniel Crazy Wolf. Uh, this is from A. Thurkin. What was the thing you struggled with the most during the whole process? Ah. Oh. Struggle, God, I, it's hard to describe this any of this process and struggle because it's been so much fun, and I, I, I can't even think of a specific day or moment where I was like, oh my God. Um, I, I well, I, I'll tell you what I did struggle with actually. Now I've come to think oh, of it. Here we go. Those bloody yeah. spells, those bloody uh... effing spells. Oh my God. And some of the insults that we had to to do, which I think are kind of generic for all the characters and they were not very lazily. And I, and I remember yeah. like being to the uh, director, I was like, oh, this is not lazily at all. <laughs> and they'd be like, yeah, but we all have, they all have to record this. So just kind of like, oh, just be dramatic like actor <laughs> um so yeah i struggled with that a little bit um yeah yeah but but other than that i can't describe any of this process as a struggle no. it was it was just too much fun too much fun to be had patrick how difficult was it to nail the gith yankee language you pull it off flawlessly as far as i'm concerned thank you patrick um Thank you very much, because it was hard to get my my mouth around those words. Um, they used a lot of uh, uh, somebody corrected me and told me they were glottal stops. They are indeed, you know, where they're with a the little apostrophe where it's like um, chucky or something where you stop the sound. So that was um, a little bit tricky or, you know, that try or the it's a lot of it's a lot of that kind of stuff. So that oh. that was tricky to make it, especially if it's in a sentence, to make it sound smooth that was that was tricky um but i had i had a lot of help uh, obviously from the directors i had the uh pronunciations written out phonetically so sometimes if i had to read like a long sentence i'd be like guys and get rid of that gif talk and just paste the phonetics for me because I, I mean otherwise a lot of the a lot of the words actually the way they're written and the way they're said is slightly different so i would just use the phonetics but it was it was um it was tricky, but it got easier as as the game went on. And I think we started off with a maybe one or two words thrown in here and there, like your classic, you know, your chuck or your spa or your kenyank or whatever. And then we'd uh, build to bigger sentences. Um, I think that was just because she ended up using more, you know, more complex sentences as the game went on. I'm not I'm not quite sure what the reason for that is. Uh, maybe as you get to know her better than she assumes you. You sort of know a bit more of the language. I, I'm not quite sure what the reason for that is, but but yeah, yeah. I've just triggered a memory. the The scene where you laugh hysterically. Do you remember doing that scene? That was brilliant. yes, I do. Oh, <laughs> I do. And it was hard to give Lazelle like a laugh. Yeah, was, I was going to say. It's hard to be like. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, that was hard. That was hard to do. I think that was a, that was a, definitely a session where they'd be like, okay, 
that sounded more like you laughing hysterically. <laughs> now let's try Lazelle. But yeah, yeah. I, somebody had tagged me in a clip of her and Shadowheart laughing hysterically on Twitter, which was very funny. Very, very funny. Uh, round Rat, why so bay, Basil? Round Rat? Well, because I am <laughs> Basil. <laughs> As you can see from my Twitter handle, Bay. This I, is... I love this Basil, by the way. This is oh, absolutely hysterical to me. That, that that's, a... that's the name that people have coined for her. Hysterical. Brilliant. Recent ad, this is a good one. If Baldur's Gate 3 was made into a live action movie or TV series, if you weren't casted, who would you choose to play Lazel? If I wasn't casting it, which that I would, would be a, go a crime. Feral. Yeah, it would be a crime. I would be a crime. In an alternate universe, if you weren't available. <laughs> who's do, who's taking up the reins? Available. <laughs> um, gosh. Oh, that's so tricky. Well, Oh, okay, look, I'm going to have to go with my all-time favourite act actress because I love her. I don't know. I, I'm now trying to picture her as Lazelle, and I think that it, it would work. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie? Just wow. because I, I, I love her. I'm, I'm in love with her. I love her. Are you? Yeah. What's, your, what's her favourite role I don't know how many times I can say it. Of, of hers? Yeah. Oh, probably that one. Was it called the Changeling? I think yeah, where she has a, where yeah. her child gets like kidnapped or something. And also classic girl interrupted. Yeah, oh yeah, classic. Bit of a classic. Um, yeah, classic. She won an Oscar for that, I believe. Um, but yeah, I'd have to go with her just because I I love her, and I, I she is probably the one person I would concede that role to. I'd be like, look, <laughs> Ange, you know, me and you, we're you know, we're, we're yeah. Both, uh, well, no, I, I wouldn't say anything to her. I would just literally, I would, I would die if I met her. I would, yeah. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the the metronome kid. <laughs> if you had to pick one characteristic that you share with our favorite Gith Yankee, what would it be? Oh, I could pick a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, um. Okay, what's the word? direct sort of no bullshit and I don't mean to be like that but I'm people laugh when I when I sort of I can reply in quite like one word answers and people find that hysterical where I'm just like oh do you do you like so and so and I'm just like no and people are like oh that's so funny and I'm like <laughs> why is that funny that's just me being like I think it's an eastern european thing as well just being so like you're because no. she never lies in the game I feel like she's never she never lies no, Do agree? she doesn't. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. what people like about her. Yeah. I I mean, look, am I that honest in real life? As in, I I wouldn't be so direct maybe with people in real life as, as she is, because I think that I wouldn't have any friends. And I do want friends in my life. Um, but <laughs> I... Don't I worry, I'm your friend. I can... Thank you. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Dan. I've got you um, back. One person. Yeah. Um, but I think that sometimes I can the way that I answer things, people find it hysterical and I don't mean to yeah. be hysterical. I just, that's the way I come across. Um, so yeah, direct, sort of no shit's given, driven, determined. Like once I set my mind to something, uh, it's very difficult to sort of set me on a different path. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. those are probably the characteristics. Yeah. The soul killer. When everyone is taking a long rest at the camp, who makes the best food? Oh, well, I mean, it's probably not food that I would eat, but probably uh, I can see Shadow Heart making like a good curry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, can, I, can I see could that. see that. I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't touch it with a barge pole. <laughs> but I could I could see it. I could see that playing out. How would you describe um Lazelle and, and Shadowheart's relationship? Complicated. <laughs> uh yes. And, I agree. and strained. Yeah. Strained. <laughs> uh, magic will Lazelle has taught me noses are optional. <laughs> yes they are yes they are magic will um i mean you they're probably are they optional if you need to breathe i don't know but but yes yes in 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 her sense there's a lot of, a lot of chat about her nose um i'm not happy with that i think her nose is perfect the way it is and mm. i think that you should all just lay off her nose it's the nose she has she is a gift yankee and yeah. she is perfect. Spoon Lol, any ideas or scenes for the character that got cut or changed over time that you can remember? Um, <clears throat> I don't think any scenes, as far as I know, got cut. Although, obviously, I don't do the the sort of the 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 rest of the game. You know, I don't I don't do. You know, I record my lines and I go home and I'm happy happy as larry uh and then i don't know what really happens afterwards uh but but a lot of the scenes were changed so what would happen were is um we'd record a scene uh or some lines and then we'd come back in our next session or a few sessions afterwards and and i'd be like oh i've done this scene before and maybe a, a line would be changed or a word would be changed or there'd be more options in that scene so we'd have to record uh other branches so that's that's kind of the way that things would would change um yeah i i don't think anything massively changed a lot of things got added i think as well as as the game went on a lot of stuff got added actually i mean this was supposed to be a a two-year project that turned into a, a four-year project so yeah a lot of stuff got added <laughs> how do you how do you manage like how do you manage like because they've got to tell you obviously okay this is the scene they're going to give you the context mm, yeah how do you manage that because you're not shooting chronologically and over all this time how do you keep the character sort of on the right path well at the beginning i had to be given a lot of context probably like you know a, a half an hour pep talk i'm joking obviously but you know what i'm saying like a, a big old chat around the scene because obviously i didn't really know about the world of dungeons and dragons mm. either so i think there were a lot of uh, people who were familiar with it i was just like a blank slate like a baby i was just like what uh and that happens okay and then that's okay and they're connected to this part okay okay that's a lot for me to handle okay and then as the game went on they're like do you remember this person from like way back in early access i'd be like yes well they're now coming over to here because this and this and i'm like right by the end i hardly needed to be given any context at all in fact sometimes i was the one giving the context oh but the, oh the teacher becomes the, stu the student becomes the teacher sorry the student becomes the teacher but this was rare. Um, so the, anyway, to, to answer you, I had to be given a lot of context. 
and uh that's that's how it worked basically yeah. and, and most of the stuff would be sectioned into scenes i don't think the chronology mattered so much i mean it did yeah. for certain things but if i was given context it's fine i'm a professional it's fine i could handle it you indeed are and the final fan question if you call it a question how did you handle being the goat the greatest of all time well I don't even know what to say to that. I'm, I'm very humbled <laughs> and very flattered and just, uh, well, I mean, I always knew Lazelle would be the goat. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, boom. <laughs> Answered in true Lazelle style. <laughs> That's from her one. Yeah, no. Uh, good one. Uh, is there anything you wanted that. to say to the fans as we wrap up here? Um, uh, Give Lazelle a chance. Uh, I mean, if you're a fan, you're already giving her a chance. Uh, uh, just play, pl let her story play out. Surrender to her green charms. Um, indulge her whims. Do as she says and uh, enjoy it. That's all I can say. Beautiful. <laughs> and also, I wanted to say you're, you're actually quite good at stand-up. I saw a video of you doing a bit of stand-up. Everyone <laughs> watching, type in stand-up, Devorah Watt, take a look. Brilliant little set. Yeah, Is so that nerve-wracking? Because I'd be... Oh, oh I my know. God. Yeah. I literally shit my pants. I didn't literally, but metaphorically speaking, I did. <laughs> it was so nerve-wracking. My God, mm. it was so nerve-wracking. Was that it your was, first um, time, that video, or had you done it before? No, no. That was the ah. culmination of like a 10-week a, a course that I did at the Soho ah. Theatre in, in London because last summer I was like, maybe I should do stand-up. Like, why not? Because that's clearly the kind of person I am. And I started to regret Shit. it instantly because it was so terrifying. It was so terrifying. and uh, But also so rewarding. Like when you hear people laugh, it's like, God, I'm yeah. funny. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. But then you also have the flip side where a joke that you have been laughing at to yourself for the last, you know, week that you've been practicing. Doesn't and land. there's just crickets. There's crickets. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll do something random, like even like a random noise or something. <laughs> and people just find it hysterical. Honestly, there's no rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> um, there's no rhyme or reason to it. But I, I loved it. I had, a, mm. I had a, such a good time. And it was really, I would call it character building. It was very character building because it was a... Well, it builds it, confidence, um, surely. Yeah, but it's also a very sort of um, male-dominated world, the stand-up yeah. world, and that's that's quite intimidating to go into that. Uh, yeah, but but definitely character... Was it confidence building? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But, <laughs> but it Would was you do it again? Well, I after that video... After that course, I I was like, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to be a gigging up. That's what I'm going to do. Because I was getting so frustrated with the acting. Like, it never goes your way. And, like, it's so hard to, like, get jobs and roles. Yeah. And I was like, I'm stand up. That's what, you know. And people always people have always told me I'm funny. And I was like, this is it. It's going to be easy peasy. I'm apparently naturally funny. Yeah, it turns out that your friends think <laughs> you're naturally funny. Yeah not random people who don't know you that's well, why did you bomb funny because they know you did you bomb um oh yeah i did this one stand-up gig which was at my favorite comedy club in uh london where i live and, 
and it's a it's a it's called the blackout okay so what you have to do is uh you have to get through your set without being like blacked out by the lights and it's brutal right because only three people it's a big audience but only three people have the blackout cards and uh, people were sort of not doing very well but I was confident in my set okay it's that set that you watched I was confident it got a lot of laughs in that people were like even applauding a little bit I was like come on I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it I get up there and I can hear people's reactions I'm like okay this is not going too badly and then I see one of the cards go up and then all three went up and and oh, I was like yeah and honestly <laughs> that that kind of made me very sad because I thought I was oh. doing very well but um yeah, yeah I thought rigged it's probably just rigged yeah um, <laughs> they've been paid no, off I, look, don't worry about it yeah but yeah. it was that was that was um that was difficult that was difficult to handle and 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 then I did a few gigs and I and I just thought god this is so um there is so much rejection in this world uh very similar to the acting world and I was just like I don't think I can handle a double dose of rejection in my life I just I can't um yeah because it's a lot and also you have to go to gigs and you have to do that and you have to build it up from the you have to from the ground up kind yeah. of with same with acting and I just honestly couldn't be bothered to to do that I just again like the fashion journalism full circle I uh I I guess I realized I didn't I didn't love it enough I'd rather be naturally oh okay that's just my husband going to the other room um I'd rather be like naturally funny in a role or or do it that way rather than uh having to sort of yeah I, I loved coming up with the material I think it's very unique in that sense that you can really uh you can make fun of your life which I always love yeah I think it's hysterical but uh but it's brutal it's a brutal world brutal. very brutal yeah yeah hey thanks Dev for taking the time today we really appreciate it I've had a ball it's Thank uh, you. flown by um so you've got Twitter Instagram, TikTok, that's where we can find yes. you. Are you doing any Cameo or signings or anything like that? I am on Cameo. Uh, I reckon it, yeah, if you just search for me, you'll find me or it's in my link tree, which is linked in my Twitter and in my uh, Instagram and in my TikTok as well. Are you doing a Streamily? I, I am doing a Streamily, but I don't know when it is. At some point, I will be doing a Streamily. Yeah. Um, we'll also be at insomnia myself and neil will be at insomnia which is uh because i've never been to a gaming festival so i'm very excited about that uh we'll be at comic-con as well and probably lots of other things to come so come say mm -hmm. hi i'm not mean in real life i promise you should have seen her off air guys she was <laughs> she was making demands left right and center <laughs> um before i let you go is there anything lazel could say to dan Anything Lazelle could say to Dan, what like words of advice? Anything you want. It can be, you know, anything you can remember, any quote. Well, the only thing I would say to you, Dan Allen, is that you are and always will be an ishtick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. But please don't take me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dev. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have well, a great day. Thank you. Thank and you I very will much, talk to you Dan. Soon.